Hey, everyone. What you're about to listen to is a preview of a bonus episode that is available on our Patreon. If you like this clip, you can grab the whole episode, as well as years of other bonus content, at www.patreon.com slash lionsledbydonkeys. It, this is a classic example of mission creep, which we've talked about before here. Um, now, like anybody can see how useful something like this would be, but also anybody who's like, I've never been on a naval ship. Uh, I've never have anything to do with the fucking Navy outside of explosive ordnance disposal working with them. But even I can see that like, this sounds like, a, like something fantastical. Like there's a reason why nobody has ever built this before or tried. Right. So, Clark showed his revolutionary idea to the Navy shipbuilding experts who immediately thought, wow, this plan is dumber than shit. (laughs) In short, they thought it was technologically impossible and way too ambitious. And there's a lot of reasons for this, but namely Clark's idea required the ships to be completely dependent on a computer network technology to control all of the systems of the ship that simply didn't exist yet in order to cut down on the amount of crew it would need, according to his plans. After all, you need to re- you need to replace human labor with something. You can't just cut crews to the quarter of a normal size and expect them to do the same amount of work. Spoiler alert, that is exactly what happens. Joe, Joe. We can we can rebuild this. We can bring the literal combat ships back and just load chat GPT into it. <laughs> uh, I regret to inform you that LCS has become a Nazi. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's incredible. The, the LCS is incredibly racist to everybody on board. However, it does manage to do 17 different things at once. Unfortunately, 16 of those are just mining different types of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Another problem with this entire plan was that Clark insisted that the ship need to be as fast as possible, around 50 miles an hour to be exact, which is pretty goddamn fast for a ship of this size. (laughs) Therein lies another problem. You cannot build a ship that goes that fast without also burning a metric fuck ton of fuel, which means you wouldn't be able to operate on your own away from a constant logistical system to pump it full of fuel at all times. Furthermore, the speed it required would like it would require to be very very small which would naturally limit which type of weapons it could carry replaceable or otherwise yeah well and like you know uh yeah i mean like both because it's small and then also because like you know you you also can't load it down with a ton more weight right because you're already burning a fuck ton of fuel cuz you're trying to go like i just looked it up real quick and it's a back of the envelope math it's about 44 knots uh, which like a gale wind is about 30. Like that's like, you know, like a real, like, you know, real fucking strong wind. So like, I don't know. It's, that's like a dumb speed. Like no fucking, like no aircraft carrier goes that speed. Like nothing fucking goes that speed on a regular basis outside like small how, boats. How fast could your like Coast Guard cutter go? Like, I don't know. Like the, I don't know. Like the, I know the, the Busel that I was on, like buoy tender. I mean like that at ludicrous speed when it was going, <laughs> down down the Hudson River after a hurricane with the storm surge, we made like twelve knots. And like, you know, and like, you know, like the the twenty-five and the forty-seven, I mean, that was somewhere more in the line of like, you know, twenty, twenty-five knots, you know, it was like but you know, and those are, you know, much smaller ships. But even then, like I remember I used to I used to yell at the fucking uh bosons all the time because they'd always like when we would go on a case, they'd always want to like, you know, fucking punch it and go as fast as they possibly could. But the difference between going like 80 knots or like 80% power and 100% power was like 
maybe a knot or two, and it burns so much more fucking fuel. Okay, um, now imagine all these Coast Guard cutters are like three or four times bigger, loaded down with weaponry, and they need to go 30 knots faster. Yeah, if you need 50 knots, you need to get a um, uh, a jet ski and a Mark 19 and like your buddy, and that's it. That's that, That's where you get... That's where you've got something, and you know what? I, I would, just invented I, an elaborate suicide bomb. I mean, I mean this is this is. Just, I mean, this is literally just the Iranian Coast Guard, right? Like, this is like this is essentially what <laughs> they have going on. A sea do with a Mark Nineteen. I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. Like some of like the fucking raids and shit that they've done. It's like the it's like the GTA cheat where you can fly through the air by firing a tank backwards, but but a boat. Oh yeah, I remember doing that. Yep. You gotta shoot. Yeah, that's the thing. You in this uh, uh, on the LCS. If you just point all the guns backwards and shoot them, you go forward faster. Just pure inertia gets you to fifty Look, miles an hour. I don't want to give a lot away, but it's probably more reliable than the engines in this fucking thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I, yeah, I just looked this up. The uh, sorry, just the the, the forty. Yeah, the forty seven I was on. The max speed was twenty five knots. So about like roughly half, half, half of like yeah. what this thing is doing. Um, so. Of course, with everybody saying that this ship is stupid and it could never work, in 2003, Congress agreed to begin development on it. Post, now, post just, 9-11 was a wild fucking time, man. They yeah. just threw money at everything. Despite obvious concerns from everybody in the Navy and the shipbuilding sector, but also a House Appropriations Committee report pointed out that there was no roadmap in place for the Navy to develop all of the systems it would need for these ships to even exist in the first place. Because half of the shit involved in this is purely theoretical at this point. This did not slow them down. So as it goes, two defense contracts were awarded to companies or to build competing designs with the goal of the Navy, eventually picking one of them, which they considered the best for their needs. One was Lockheed Martin, which would be building their prototype out of a shipyard in Wisconsin. And the other was a joint effort between General Dynamics and Austell, who would build their ship in Alabama. What? Neither of those things are near oceans. Alabama uh, is. It, it, okay, Alabama you, does. Yeah, sure. Can, it's yeah. pretty easy to get a, a... Well, I mean, easy is a relative term, but like, it's easy to get a ship from the Great Lakes re- region into the ocean. People do it all the time. I guess you can Great Lakes it into the ocean. Like there yeah. is a pathway yeah. you can go. Okay. Yeah. yeah you go through now, like the St. Lawrence Seaway and you know, you, the whole, you know, the whole thing. It's not bad. Problem, problems arose pretty quickly. The speed required by the contract meant the ships were effectively completely unarmored. This made Congress <laughs> nervous as a ship meant for combat wouldn't be able to withstand pretty much any damage. It's also like this is particularly funny because like at the same time, this is literally happening at the same time. Everyone's realizing that, hey, a bunch of lightly armored Humvees jetting around Iraq is like a really fucking bad time for everyone involved. Also, a uh, speedboat packed with explosives nearly sank a fucking Navy what destroyer in the USS Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like... I don't know, guys. This would, like this would turn an LCS into literally blood shit and piss if they <laughs> if if that same attack happened to them. Yeah, just imagining a ship that like its engine can be uh, completely destroyed with like one fifty cal round from like uh, from from my CDU basically my my modular <laughs> my modular CDU. I took the Mark nineteen off. I put the fifty cal on. I'm taking out some LCSs. Hold, hold that thought about the uh, the engines. We'll get there now. Clark dismissed these worries in the worst way possible, saying, quote, show me a ship that can take a direct hit with today's modern weaponry and survive. Why spend all this money pretending? <laughs> uh, this immediately led to concerns that he believed that sailors serving on them would be expendable. 
Which, like, yeah, that is what he said. I mean, also, just in general, like, doesn't engender, like, then why the fuck are we spending any money on the Navy, my guy? Like, like, build this if, like, one dude could, like, pot shot it from a half mile away. Yeah, like, if, you know, if if we're just, like, you know, think that, you know, one guy with an anti-shit missile off Taiwan is going to be able to sink anything we fucking have, then, like, I don't know, like, maybe we should make some different choices. Maybe we shouldn't be going into shallow waters, then. Yeah, you know, I mean... I mean, it, like, and before, because also they tried this multiple times, right? Too, like, they tried it with like hydrofoils at one point. They tried it with hovercraft. They've done, you know, they had like the swift boats back in the day. Like, I think the Marines insist on continuing to use those hovercraft. They do. They yeah. and they look fucking badass. Like, I'm they not. They do look cool. I would hate to be on one. Oh no! Like, but you know, if you're if you're gonna be doing then some, again, I would D-day, hate to be in the Marines. So yeah, if you're doing some <laughs> D-Day beachhead shit, though, like that's uh, it looks it looks way cooler than uh, what they had in. Um, uh, the what what is that? Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you know? the, like if you're about to go get your or whatever. Yeah, if you're about to get your guts bled out all over a French beach, you know, at least you might should uh, show up in style. Yeah, now that's just called getting dysentery on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Clark left the Navy in 2005. Of course, he then went on to work for Raytheon. At which point, the Navy began redrawing the plans for the ship so they might be able to survive something that might bump into it. And even then, they only barely because it still need to fit within the original guidelines. This exploded the original cost of the ship, something that will become common as we go on. Part of the original goal of the ship was that it would be affordable at $220 million per ship, which is cheap for a naval ship, right? For a boat, yeah. By 2006, it was now at half a billion per <laughs> ship. 